0: Hi, you're listening to Find Your Joy. If you're looking for ways to thrive rather than survive in a world that can seem rather chaotic, you're in the right place. We will be sharing stories of our own as well as those from guests who have found ways to bring hope healing and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them i'm Allie, author of the art of healing trauma and i'm here to remind you that life is sweet now let's dive in and find ways to create our joy hi hi i'm Allie, and this is find your joy and thank you so much for joining me today Today I just wanted to talk about a few things. I guess they are experiences in my life and as usual they'll either be about my dogs, my husband or my grandbabies, my kids, all of it. It's just life experiences and some ways that uh, we found some joy in the midst of some hard times. What came to me today was a few things about my grandkids, uh, Hannah and Cassius, who are now 14 and 18. They uh, were much younger when this story happened that I'm thinking about. About eight months after my car accident or when I sustained my brain injury. So let me backtrack a little bit. That's been about seven and a half years now. And uh, when I first had my accident, it was, you know, I came through sometimes there were little difficult to deal with, I'd say. Um, It was I couldn't drive talking was a bit of a challenge. still as you can tell, I have my pauses and my stutters here. Uh, But I've come a long way. And I'm really grateful for that. And there was a lot of people that helped me along the way. Now, right after my accident when I couldn't drive walking and talking was difficult it was really hard to get to see my mom now my mom had lived with us and then when she required uh some more complex care she was in a complex care unit people were wonderful with her there and I would go every day but unfortunately after my accident that wasn't something that could happen very often I couldn't cope I wasn't doing well even when I uh could get a ride there there was a lot of sounds and lights and just just everything that was there was very very challenging anyways so my first eight months of living with a brain injury were my mom's last eight months of her life as it turned out so everybody a big silent pause there for a moment um while i can't just sort of regain my composure so anyways that was that was hard uh, my mom would always wanted to have uh, to have her ashes put out on Schuylkill Lake, where she was raised in that area and she loved it very much there. And uh, actually, mom used to say she'd like a Viking funeral, you know, where they put you out on the raft and they light it on fire. And I used to tell her, well, if you, if you start, if you um, if you could bug in me, I might even wait till you're dead until I do that. But it could happen any day now. We used to tease a lot anyways. So then we were going to do her ashes out at shoe shop. And then unfortunately, uh, the time that we were going to do that, my brother suddenly died, Bruce. And that was a hard time. And we weren't really into doing somebody else's ashes that year. So then we waited till the next year. And so we took mom's ashes. We were going to get one of those little Viking ships there are actually this is a great idea. It's a floating, a little floating ship that you put the ashes in and you can light it on fire. And it's like your own little Viking funeral. Uh, We didn't do that because of course we live in BC and at the time of the year that we were going there was a lot of fires and even though it wouldn't probably not even one little thing would go off into the into the sky and catch on fire if you're from here and you know how tragic it can all be um, you're not going to take the chance so we didn't do that. So we put mom's ashes in, in a floating urn and then they, it disintegrates and it goes into the earth. It's all quite natural and fine for the environment, but here's where it comes. Here's the, here's, here's the part that is, um, when we were, we're doing that, Hannah and Cassius were really close to my mom, like really, really close. And so it was, uh, that was their great grandma. They called her Nana G and it was a, it was a hard time. And so, Hannah, we had planned another in the next week, uh, David and Hannah and Cassius and I were going to Ontario to visit David's side of the family. And we were going to go to Blue Jays game and check out Niagara Falls. David's from St. Catharines and we were going to do all that. And Hannah through tears said to me, Nana, could we take some of Nana G's ashes to a Toronto Blue Jays game? because my mom was a huge Jays fan and it was um she's really the one that started everybody i guess loving baseball so much her and Ryan used to watch every Jays game they would watch them together and talk about how he was going to be in the Jays and she was going to travel with him and it, it, it was just a, a big deal in our family to watch a Jays game and so the kids knew they were going to go to a Jays game live, and so I said, "Yeah, of course, that, that's a great idea." So now Dave, in the meantime, had registered them in this thing for it was I can't remember what it was called, um, Kids Day or something like that at the at the Jays right at the at the Jays Stadium there, and uh, where the kids get to go and run the bases and do all that stuff. So he had set that up. Okay, now fast forward. We've got some of mom's ashes. Hannah says, are we allowed to do this? Who do we ask? And I said, honey, I think it's going to be easier to get forgiveness and permission on this one. She was like, oh, I'm going to remember that one, Nana. Okay, so we go and we're we're parking in the underground parking at, at um, oh my gosh, isn't that funny? I can't here's one of those little bleeps when you can't remember something. So this used to be the sky dome, but I forget what it's actually called now, but where the Jays home games are. So we park underneath. So this is kind of funny a bit of a little sidebar to this whole story is that we, we park underneath and where we're going to park, we see all these cars with blacked out windows, uh, you know, very tinted, really dark. And Dave says, I bet you that's some of the players. And we're like, Oh, that's interesting. Now, I'm not really a baseball fan. I will watch this for my family, but I couldn't tell you who's who or what's going on. I just don't, um, it's not my thing. Um, but my family's my thing. So I'll go to games and things like that for them and be quite excited when they're playing. So anyway, so we we get, and Hannah and Cassius and Dave are walking up ahead and we're trying to find, uh, from the underground parking lot how to find uh, the elevator. So they're up ahead a little bit. And I see these guys, these young guys are walking by and, and uh, this one young guy, handsome young man has a beard. And I think I probably maybe he works here. So I say, Hey, um, excuse me, do you work here? And he just looks at me kind of funny. He says, "Uh, Yeah, kind of. And I said, "Uh, could you tell me how to get to the the elevator because i don't know how to get to it and he says yeah it's right here follow me so he opens the door for me to go and it's at that moment i turn and i i look and and there's dave hannah and cassius and their mouths are just dropped open And I'm thinking, oh, this guy has got to be somebody. So anyways, it was Josh Donaldson. So I'm sitting there talking to Josh Donaldson, asking him if he works there. I don't know. I thought maybe he worked in the concession stand. Like, I didn't know, honestly. Anyway, so they're all like, oh, my God, Nan, can you believe you're just talking to Josh Donaldson? I had to get them to tell me who Josh Donaldson was. All I know, he's a very polite guy, and he did know the way to the elevators. So on with the story. So we go... And we get to the elevators and we go down, we go to the, we go to the game and the kid, David, we had just, we had broke the bank on this, right? We got excellent seats and Dave had this thing for them to do after the game. And we're, we're uh, sitting in these great seats, but before we got there, the kids are just looking. And you, if you can just imagine now at that time, Hannah was 14 and Cassius was 10. No, no, wait a second. They, she must've been i don't know she was 12 or 14 and he was between 8 and 10 but they were they were much younger anyways they're 18 and 14 now anyways they're just sat there and their mouths are just hanging open they're so excited now they've just met there was uh, i can't i can't remember the name of the other two guys that went on ahead but josh donaldson they're standing right in the sky dome they're looking at it all they're so excited so we go down we watch the game it was a great game The Jays won. Yay. There's lots of excitement in the air. And now the kids get to go down and run the bases. And so while they're going to run the bases, I have a little bit of my mom's ashes. And they each take just a little handful. And they're going to release them as they go around the bases at the Sky Dome. So, we're, we're videoing this. Now everybody's really excited and it's a happy time and it's really awesome. But just remember my kids are really, my grandbabies are really close to their Nana G and so it's also kind of a a very sacred and a little bit of a sad time for them. Happy and sad. One of those things. So Dave says to them, when you run the base, when you let go of Nana G's ashes, put your hand in the air And then we'll know that that's the spot and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be videoing it. So we've, you know, Dave's got his phone out. It's on zoom. He's watching the kids go around the bases and, Cassius puts his hand up, and Hannah puts her hand up when it happens, and they come back, and we're laughing and crying, and we're we're just really excited about it. Then when we when we left there, um, we just we go and we walk outside, and the kids are telling us how it felt for them, and oh my gosh, Nana G is is always going to be at a Blue Jays game now forever for all eternity. Nana G is going to be at Blue Jays games, and it was so awesome that I'm saying, you know what? She's not going to just be here. She's going to be everywhere because every player that runs those bases he's going to get a little bit of her on his on his cleats and then he's going to take them to his home field and we had such a great time talking about all the different places that she was going to see shows or she was going to see the games and she was going to be front seat for it all and how glorious that was going to be for her and we laughed and laughed and anyways and as we're just leaving the the grounds, we come outside and I want to tell you first that my mom had always, my mom loved chickadees, eh? And she always said, whenever you see a chickadee, you'll know that it's me. And I cannot get over this, but we walk out of the, we walk out of the sky dome into the courtyard that was there. There was literally, I don't know, two or 300 chickadees just bopping around. Now, I don't know how common that is for that area or for that little spot or anything like that. I can just tell you that on that day, when the kids let go of those ashes, left some of Nana G's ashes at uh, the stadium there, when we walked out and the first thing Casha said was, he looked at me and he said, Nana, look. Nana G's here. She saw what we did. Look at, all the, look at all the chickadees. That must be why that would happen. And that's what we think. And we found some joy in that day. I don't know what ways you find joy, but that was a pretty big deal for us. And we had a fun time and the kids loved it. And we made something beautiful out of something that was hard. I'm Allie. This is Find Your Joy. Thanks for listening to one of my little stories. And...